Hi, and welcome to Save the Track Bike. I'm your host, Joshua LeBure. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. I really appreciate it. Um, I've been having a lot of fun just with this podcast and all the interviews we've been doing, and today's conversation is no exception. Um, I had a really good time talking to my guest today, who is Sydney Richardson, or a.k.a. Quadney Maximus. Uh... <laughs> We had a lot of fun talking. She's a fixed gear crit racer. She's a track racer. She's on the Engine 11 women's team. Uh, So we get into all that, how she got into bicycles. Um, Yeah, it was just really fun. We talk all about mission crit and a bunch of races that are coming up, the SoCal crit series. We talk about some track cycling stuff. So yeah, Uh, without further ado, actually one more ado. Please take a minute if you want to, if you like this podcast, to go to iTunes and rate and review. Sorry, that's the obligatory thing that every podcaster has to do, I guess. Um, anyway, now without further ado, let's get to my conversation with Sydney Richardson. Or Quadney Maximus. Okay. So I'm here with Sydney Quadney, whatever you want to call her, Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, do you want to introduce yourself and kind of what you do? Sure. Uh, hi, my name is Sydney. Also, starting to refer to myself as Quadney. Um, I currently work at Zwift. Um, I'm a mobile developer, and I work on our iOS companion app. And uh, outside of my job, I race bikes, mostly track, and now uh, more so fixed crits this past year. And I'm on Engine 11. Nice. I live in I live in Long Beach, California. <laughs> cool. So, uh, how did you get into bicycles? Like, what's your history with that? Um, I started riding bikes to get to high school. I lived, like, three and a half miles away from my high school, and there was these, like, really elusive guys that were older than me who, like, had these... I didn't know at the time, but they had fixed... They had, like, fixy conversion bikes. They were, like, steel-framed. I was like, wow, those bikes are so cool, like... And I've always really liked the aesthetic of road bikes. Um, and so they, like, inspired me to, like, I, like, found this this bike at a garage sale when I was, I, like, did a summer program in Baltimore at a Maryland Institute College of Art. And there was, like, a $10 bike at, on the side of the road. And I was, like, I want that. And I was, like, so <laughs> stoked on it. Because nice. it was, like, it was, like, a mixty frame. And I was, like, look at this bike geometry. This, like... I was just, like, so stoked on how, like, different it was, because I thought I was, like, unique, but it really wasn't that unique, but I thought it was. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, and then it was just, like, it became, like, the way to, like, get out of being around my parents, you know, I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, I'm gonna go escape, see you later, 
and and then they would like they'd be like oh don't ride your bike to school it's dangerous yeah and then my mom was like it's too dangerous and then like the rebel in me was like no i'm gonna do it <laughs> and like, this uh, is my thing now yeah <laughs> like don't tell me how to live my life <laughs> you don't know anything <laughs> Uh, yeah, so then I like I went to college in northern Florida in Gainesville, and uh, it like riding my bike was just like just like always that uh, stress relief, and and then it was like I'm gonna do this to like lose weight and get fit, and and but then like it just made me like, and I was never like overweight or anything, but like it just made my muscles bigger and like my quads my legs bigger and so then this is how this quad knee story starts but (laughs) or like my life of quad knee starts but like and then I was like I'm not losing any weight like I'm not getting any smaller and and then uh but uh yeah it was just like an escape and it was like so euphoric and then and then eventually I figured out like eating brownies and then going on bike rides like pot brownies, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then like I live going in Denver, on like I know all about that. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> and then, um, oh my god, I loved doing that. It was just like so euphoric, you know. And then it's always like, oh, when's it gonna hit? <laughs> it would take like an hour, and you're like, where will I be when it hits? And then, and then you're just like vibing, listening to music, and exploring. It was great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, I don't know. I I guess I didn't realize, like, how euphoric riding bikes were, because I, or was, because I rode bikes my whole life. Um, yeah. You know, I, I raced BMX when I was a kid. I was always out doing dirt jumps and stuff. And, like, in my early 20s, you know, I'm, like, I'm in my 30s now, but in my early 20s, got obsessed with, like, fixed gear and stuff. And so it was just always a part of my life. And then up until for a couple years, up until like a year ago, I didn't ride a bike at all. And like, I just got in like the worst funk of my life, like Mm -hmm. (laughs) almost, almost hitting rock bottom. And then like a year ago, I just, I just, uh, I don't know what happened. I just, just, I just took my bike out one day because I was just feeling so shitty and I rode, like, at the time, what I thought was, like, crazy to, like, do. I rode, like, 20 miles, you know, just for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I rode 20 miles, and I was like, I rode 20 miles today. I'm exhausted. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, so much. <laughs> yeah, for real. And then I just remember being like, oh, man, I need to keep this up. Because I used to ride a lot more than that just, you know, for utility. So then... yeah. So then to just do it to do it was yeah. kind of liberating because I was like, oh, shit, I can ride a bike not just to race and not just to uh, go to work and commute or whatever. Like, I can actually ride a bike and just ride for fun. Yeah, to, like, not be <laughs> depressed and sad. Yeah, exactly. It's great. Yeah. It's funny how that works. It's huh? really great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's funny, like, I, when I was, like, in my, like, depressed and sad and riding bikes to not be uh, sad, um, I was, like, I'm never going to race ever. Like, I didn't like, I didn't like crits. I tried it once. 
and like I I have asthma, so it didn't work well with me <laughs> doing like endurance activities at like I like that intensity. Yeah, and uh, and I didn't like the atmosphere of road cycling because everyone was just like so like sponsored out in their kits and and with all these advertisements and I was just like I was like no like I'm right I'm gonna wear a t-shirt and my pink shorts and like yeah. <laughs> no one like don't fucking talk to me <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah for sure um yeah I think there's a, a lot of oh oh no sorry there's I think that's part of kind of what attracts me to like fixed gear and stuff is like I have a lot of friends that are roadies and stuff and like I love like road bikes or whatever um I kind of like the whole aesthetic and stuff but sometimes it just seems about like so much about like what you're buying all the time yeah like it's just always about like I just got this like $300 jersey and whatever and the thing I like about (laughs) yeah and like who has the coolest like carbon bike or whatever and like in, in the my fi- friend Anna, she's like, "What what type of ceramic is your bearings?" Yeah, <laughs> which is fine, whatever. Like, yeah, that's like yeah. Uh, but I just think it's the thing I like about whenever it's in the fixed gear world is a lot of times it does just seem like just to be on a bike is enough. <laughs> and yeah, like, you know, you, sure. you can't go too, too crazy. Well, you can get crazy with a track bike. That's a lie. I mean, felt, <laughs> felt has like a $26,000 track bike. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, as I far as even more crits, expensive, oh, like yeah. the look L96 is like over $12,000. <laughs> yeah that's true that's true but in the fixed gear like crit world i guess it's like everybody's like racing aluminum and it's fine and and like everybody either has like omnium or like durace which are you know expensive don't get me wrong but it's not like a uh you know sram red e-tap or something like that (laughs) yeah for sure yeah so yeah so what attracted you to the fixed gear world i guess i should say um well uh, what happened what did what happened why did I do that um okay what happened was on um, my last like my senior year of college I had this road bike and it was like a a steel road bike that I bought from like a one of those shops that refurbish stuff they're now called the freewheel cyclo the Free Rail Project since in Gainesville. They're okay. super rad people. They like recycle bikes and like teach the community how to care for their bikes. Um, what happened was I like left, I locked my bike up at a football game and, and then I left, it was my own fault. I like left it in a very inconvenient location and like the back wheel got trampled on. Jeez. And I was just like so fucking sad and like so pissed off and then I'm like I never went to a football game after that (laughs) (laughs) and then I was like all right like this sucks but this is gonna be like my perfect opportunity to make this into a fixie as I've like been wanting to do and so my uh friends helped me like build a wheel Mm -hmm. and we got like all the parts and I wanted everything to be a different color so like the spokes were like white, red, blue, 
and yellow on a green rim with like <laughs> and then like the cranks were gold and my hands of our tape was orange and the front wheel was a blue rim and um yeah and then like we built this like and the the bike itself was is brown so like now I <laughs> we like got all these parts and like I made my rainbow bike and um and I just felt like so I just felt so cool with like my fixie conversion it's like yeah like my bike's the coolest one out here no one can fuck with me and then um um but for racing um I moved to San Francisco when I graduated because I got a job and then um I knew about the velodrome because I read about it in bicycling magazine Mm -hmm on the article about Dana Feiss and her quads. Uh, And they're like, oh, Dana Feiss, she's a track sprinter. And I'm like, wow, what is that? Like, I want quads like that. (laughs) And so then when I moved to California, I, like, went out to Hellier, Velodrome, and I, like, rode my fixie there, my and they were like, you can't, you can't ride this bike on the track. You have to rent a bike. I'm like, all right, that's cool. I'll do that. <laughs> and then um, I just, I really, I really liked it. Um, and I like wanted, I like the separation of, of track racing. Cause you're like in a specific area. Like this area is dedicated for racing and only, or not just only racing, but like, this is a dedicated circle oval yeah and and i like that versus like road riding because over road racing because with road racing like i get distracted too easily you know (laughs) like like, oh it's so pretty outside like oh like there's a bird or like oh that's a funny sign (laughs) (laughs) so and then it also turns out that like i'm good at sprinting so the track was just like wow like this is a manifestation of everything that I am good at. Let me keep doing this. Yeah. (laughs) There's nothing, there's nothing that feels like the closest thing that I can think that feels like riding on a velodrome is like a roller coaster. (laughs) Oh, 100%. (laughs) It's so crazy. Just the way I did it for my, I did it. I've been riding fixed gear bikes for a decade now. And like, uh, I did the velodrome for the first time last summer and I was, like, shocked by how unique that experience, like, how it feels. Which velodrome did you go to? Uh, So we actually have two out here in Colorado. We have, Mm -hmm. uh, there's one in Colorado Springs. Yeah. uh, That's, like, part of the the Olympic Training Center. Yeah. Uh And then we have Boulder Valley Velodrome. Uh Uh, So that's where Dana lives. Dana Feist, my quadspiration. Oh, nice. (laughs) She lives in Boulder. Cool. (laughs) She goes to that velodrome. (laughs) Yeah, that's the one I went to. Nice. That velodrome is wild. I don't know. It's crazy. And it's for sale. So if you know anybody that has $4 million, like, I want to buy a velodrome. But I don't know anyone with that kind of money, so. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I I hope that they're going to be open this summer. Uh because I really want to do that. I mean, I'm about equal distance from the Colorado Springs and the Boulder one, but uh-huh. the Boulder one really supports, uh, like, all the fixed gear crits that we had. They were supporting it and posting about it and uh, sponsoring yeah. the races and stuff. So, um, yeah. 
I follow them on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I nice. want to go out there for like a Friday night race or whatever oh, like, totally weekly should. races are. You totally should. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'll be there this year. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but the guy who runs the Colorado Springs Velodrome, he's super rad. His nice. name is Chris. He also has a, a podcast, but I don't know what happened to it or like what he's doing with it. <laughs> oh, nice. I had no idea. I, I want to go down to that one too. Don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah. But Boulder. Well, it's like the local. Like... Well, that one, I just knew a bunch of people that go to that one. I, didn't, oh, okay. I don't really know anybody in Colorado Springs. I'm not going to lie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Word. <laughs> well. But Colorado Springs is kind of like growing a lot. So uh-huh. I don't know. I can't afford to buy a house in Denver these days, so maybe I'll buy one in Colorado Springs at some point. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so, like, to the effect of, like, the roller coaster one, the velodrome here in L.A., the Velo Sports Center, Mm -hmm. you you literally feel like you're on a roller coaster. And it's, like, not even the fastest track. Yeah. Like, (laughs) like the G4, (laughs) like, you feel... Like a rock, I feel like a rocket ship when I'm like doing my flying 200 efforts. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, I'm going so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's how this. I haven't. I don't have enough to compare. Uh, but that's how the Boulder one feels to me. Uh, yes. And it's like, I guess the guy that was running that program, or hopefully still is, uh, used to run the program at the one in Minneapolis. Oh, and cool. he, he moved to Boulder to run the program out there. Yeah, oh, he's nice. a really nice dude. He looks like Matthew Broderick. <laughs> <laughs> I kept looking at him wow. like, you look and sound like Mac- Matthew Broderick. Like, exactly. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've how- been to the, the Velodrome in Minneapolis. It's really nice. Yeah. And, like, the whole scene out there is super rad. That's what I hear. It's like, yeah. I'm, yeah. It's really, yeah. That's all I can say. It's just super rad. I know a that, bunch uh, of like really rad rad women's cycling uh, race teams too. Yeah, I saw that uh, all city documentary that they did about Coachella. Oh, cool! Yeah. And I I don't know I love watching that when I want to get pumped on cycling. Yeah. I like I I'm a filmmaker too, so I get really nerdy about like all nice. the videos and stuff. <laughs> oh, cool! Yeah. So, um, yeah that that and then there was a a documentary about a guy who was a track cyclist in the u.s and went out to japan to do kieran and those two things i was like i need to finally get out to the track and i think yeah so my goal is to get like my certification and stuff this year because i'm like i'm so fucking lucky to live within an hour of two velodromes when most of the country doesn't even have access to one yeah. That I should really, like, take advantage of that, especially because it's such a cool feeling. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel just as fortunate. Like, I'm within, a, depending on traffic, like, within, like, an 20 minutes away from the Velo Sports Center and then, like, within two hours from San Diego Velodrome and then Encino Velodrome. Nice. Um, Encino's, like, the valley, I guess they call it. Okay. And then... Yeah. And then my parents, moved, like, as soon as I moved out, they moved next to the Velodrome in Florida, which is mm. in uh, Cooper City, like, Fort Lauderdale, Broward County area. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Hellier is my, always has a place in my heart, though. I mean, I miss that place. <laughs> that one's in Florida, too, you said? Hellier Velodrome is in uh, San Jose, the oh, Bay nice. Area. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, Oh yeah, that makes sense. I 
I thought that it would be cool to make a documentary at some point and just go to all the tracks and ride on them. Uh, and like, uh, I think that that'd be really fun. So yeah, one day I'm going to do a crowdfunding thing and hopefully <laughs> all these people will help me make my movie. Nice. So, well, you gotta like, you gotta upgrade though, just so you can like, it would be cool if like you're, you're like, the thing that you wanted to do was race at each of the velodromes and then, like, gather upgrade points. And then, like, at the end of the year, like, how would you rank, like, in each of the states or each of the velodromes, you know? Yeah. My friend, my friend Ethan and I, we were like, so, so this year I won um, the state championships of Northern California and Southern California. Okay. Um, for Scratch and Kieran. And so then my friend Ethan and I were like, oh, if I if you can win the state championships in every state, does that make you a national champion? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Exactly. (laughs) So then it's like, oh, like, how do we make this happen? (laughs) So you should do that. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just do that. I'm going to do that. (laughs) I'll call it the the movie can be called Am I a National Champion? Perfect. <laughs> with the with the hmm emoji, yeah, the thinking exactly. face emoji. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta do it. It's twenty eighteen. You gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> I will um, support you. Hey, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what are your favorite uh, track events? Because there's all kinds of different races. And oh yeah. What are your favorites to do? What do you specialize in? Well, you're a sprinter, so. Right. Um. Kieran is totally my favorite, um, but I love match sprints because they're so fucking hard. Like, they not only are they hard, like, physically, because you got to, like, sprint, but because <laughs> you got to, like, sprint, but, um, like, mentally, they are super um, taxing because you're like, what is this person going to do? How am I going to, like, outsmart this person? You have to, like, understand what they who they are as like racers and like what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. And then like strategize your like plan around it. And then if your plans don't, and if like, it doesn't go according to your plan, then you have to like think like, Oh shit, what am I going to do now? Or, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I love match sprints. Um, but I'm not really good at them right now, well, you know. but I'm good at Karen. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. That's that's why I'm here. Perfect. That's my quest. I think that uh, Madison looks horrifying. I'm just going to say that. Oh, it looks pretty fun. Yeah. I don't really have any interest in doing it, though. Yeah. I was but... watching, uh, like, Mark Cavendish uh, doing that at, uh, oh, what, the six-day race or whatever that just happened. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man... I don't know. It just looked very intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kind of yeah. tried to do it with my friend the other day while we were riding, just on a trail, you know? I was, like, uh-huh. grabbed him, and I almost I almost crashed. I was I like really to... close to crashing. <laughs> <laughs> I like to do that with skateboarders, but they never accept my offer. <laughs> Man. Come on. Come on, skateboarders. Where are you at? I know. I'm like, come on, free ride. And then they're like, no, 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 no. No. I'm like, okay, (laughs) I see you. (laughs) So so did the track racing come first or the crits? Track racing. Okay. 
So yeah. how did you get into the fixed gear crits? Where did that come from? Um, do you know Veronica Volok? Vol- um, I don't think so. Mm. Okay, so Veronica was like, she's my fixie hero. Um, she's um, Bay-, Bay Area based and like, so she won Mission Crit like the first year, I think. And then um, I did Mission Crit in 2016 and like totally just like, I wasn't, I was just like, I was just like a casual bike rider at the time and I like just got my track bike and I was like, I want to try it. And I like had no training whatsoever and um, just like got out, like I was like pulled out after like a couple laps. Um, but like she, uh, so like when I would go to the track, I would see her cause she was like helping out with the women's program. And I was like, wow, like, Oh my god, I love you. <laughs> I want <laughs> And she's just like the coolest person and she's really fun and um so she was like in 2016 when I first started racing, um she was posting all about like, "Oh, I did Red Hook and like here's how it went and like I did better. I did better than I did in the other race and like um she was on Why Be Normal and I was like, "Wow, just like this girl, like, she just, like, raises her bikes and, like, people send her places. I'm like, dang, like, that's fucking awesome. And and so she was the one who inspired me to to try it. And I – mostly because I just, like, wanted to hang out with her. Yeah. And, uh, and, like, train. So I, like – we would, like, train together. And I was on – we were on the same track team um, called She Spoke Racing – which is based out of Bay Area, and, uh, yeah, and so, um, this past year, 2017, because it's 2018 now, um, I know, it's like, (laughs) uh, yeah, we, um, for those of you listening, we're recording this on January 2nd, so give us a break, (laughs) because you're not going to hear this till next week, (laughs) oh, great, so, um, Mission Crit came around again, and I was like, this time I was like prepared. And Veronica's on a different team, and uh, and like she was just like my fixie hero. And so like we did Mission Crit, and like it was basically like Joe Celso off the front, Christina Peck like off the front behind Joe, but, like, in front of us, and it was basically just, like, me and Veronica, like, <laughs> like, racing together, um, and, and, uh, and I was just, like, so stoked to just, like, be in that moment, um, and, like, that, like, Mission Crit 2017 is, like, why I was, like, okay, like, I want to keep racing fixed gear crits. That's awesome. Because just, like, yeah, just, like, the stoke of it, and, that sounded really dumb, the stoke of it. <laughs> hey, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. I always like doing these podcasts, like I'll say things and I'm like, oh, why did I say that? Or whatever. Yeah. But then, <laughs> yeah. But then like, I think that it's helping me because it's making me realize that, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. No one really cares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll say whatever I want. So. <laughs> no, but yeah. that, that's, that's awesome. The mission crit looks like a lot of fun. I oh my god! Like this was, was so my much fun. this was my first year trying racing at all. Uh, mm-hmm. 
um, I mean, since I was a kid and raced like BMX and whatever, uh, and it was just so much fun. So this summer, I definitely think I'm going to just put myself out there and go to as many races as I can and, and come to Mission Crit. Yeah. You will love it. It's right. so, yeah. It's like the course of, of last year's course was just like, it was like a sprint and then there's a hairpin and then like, and then you had to like make like a right turn to an uphill and then there was like a slight downhill and there was like a chicane and, <laughs> and it was just like, and then there was like a sprint again. Like, like it was like the most fun course I've ever done. And I haven't done a lot of courses, but it was. That sounds it's rad. gonna be hard to beat. Yeah, that sounds really rad, actually. Yeah, I, uh, I the one crit that I did was basically a giant oval, and mm. I was way under geared, so I got mm. dropped pretty much immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I went in going like, okay, I'm not trained. I am not at a like good race weight or whatever, uh, but I want to do it. And then next summer I'll try to like you know, take it a little more seriously. Mm-hmm. And so my only goals going in were to not crash and to not get last. And I accomplished those. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> that's was, all that's important. Yeah. It was great. And then, uh, <laughs> I think that I will like, cause I've done, uh, just like training on what I would consider like more technical type things. And I think that I'll have a lot more fun with that for where I am. Yeah. Cause, uh, I'm a decent sprinter just because I'm, like, a heavier person in general. And I have, like, lots of leg muscle. And uh, that's kind of where my power is. two fibers. Yeah. Yeah, Nice. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of where I think my strength will be. Uh, And then I also have good bike handling. So I feel like the more technical courses will be more fun for me because I can sprint out of those. I don't know. Like, I haven't really figured out what my tactics are going to be yet. But, you know. I'll get there. Just got to race first and then you'll figure out the tactics. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got to race more. That's the goal. Yeah. Well, um, there's like hella um, track uh, fix crits down here in SoCal. I think they're going to like do the SoCal fix series again. Oh, I yeah. Know. I wanted to talk to you about that because I, oh, yeah. when I was trying to like research around Instagram about you or whatever. Uh, oh, yeah. How so did you find me? <laughs> I actually have no idea. Like, I think I was just. <laughs> I think I was just following a bunch of people and then, uh, like, cause I was just kind of getting back into fixed gear bikes and uh-huh. I'm not even sure. I, I think probably through <laughs> engine 11, actually, I think oh, that they okay, posted cool. a picture of the team and I was like, uh-huh. Oh cool. There's a women's team. And then I was like, just following everyone. Nice. But like you post so much and like your Instagram presence is like super unique. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Just because, like, know. all the, it's funny, like, all the quad stuff. I don't know. Yeah. So I was, like, uh, so I was, like, trying to think of, like, who I wanted to have on this podcast. And I was just kind of, like, scrolling through Instagram and stuff. And was, like, just kind of Fuck messaging yeah. people and being, like, whoever's down, let's do this. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. I just so. made an Instagram called Quad Spotting. I don't know if you. Yes. I think are that. Up on- yeah. <laughs> I think my Save the Track Bike one is following that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. That that Instagram account is so much fun. Yeah. It's like random people start sending me their quads and, That's like, awesome. literally from all over the world. And I'm like, oh, my God, yes. Sweet. <laughs> so great. Yeah, that's awesome. So I want to get into Quadcast, but at first I want to talk about... Oh, for uh, sure. I want to talk about 
Um, so Cal Fix series? Yes. That's cool. where. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What about it? I don't know. Like, uh, okay. I saw that. Did you, how many races were in that? And, um, I saw that you won a bunch of them or did you win the series or. Um, okay. So I think there was six races. I won everyone that I raced. Nice. No, not true. Okay. Not true. I won, <laughs> I raced five of them. I won four of them. And, uh, and I won the series. Yeah. Cause I, the last one I, I didn't win, but I just, I, cause I didn't need to win. Yeah. Um, to win the series, but yeah. Um, yeah, it was really fun. It was like the first, uh, fixed crit of the year, I believe. Okay. And I was like really unsure of like, Oh, is this, Am I going to do well? I don't know. Like, I haven't done any crit racing. I haven't done any fixed crit racing. And, like, it wasn't even track season yet. And so um, a few of us drove down from San Francisco in combination for the first SoCal Fix Series race and track World Cup. Um, So we got to, like, watch track World Cup. And then that's also how I found out about Zwift, which is now my employer. Nice. <laughs> and then um, there was like a gold sprint that SWAT had put on for ALC fundraising, which is uh, AIDS life cycle. And, and then there was this fixed crit. And so I was like, okay, this is going to be a sick weekend. Um, and, and so, and then, yeah, there was just like the first race, it was raining. It was cold. There were some girls from New York here, too. Some girls and guys. Some people from New York. And uh, and it was, like, super hyped up, I feel like. And it was, and I was like, so intimidated. And then uh, there was, we, like, during the race, we, like, had a breakaway. It was me, uh, Ash, no, Erica, Ashley, or Erga Schwanke. Um, who was the other person? Evelyn Delgado. She's on Engine 11. And um, I don't remember her name off the top of my head, but she's on Throne. So there's a breakaway between us four. And, like, and like I distinctly remember, like, thinking that Erica wasn't pulling her weight. And so when I would get in the front of, like, our little pace line, she'd be like, Sydney, go faster. And I was like, hell no. And so then I would, like, fake it. I was, like, acting. I was like, "Ah, ah, I'm going as fast as I can. And then, like, and then the last lap came around. And um, everyone was trying to get me in the front. And I was like, hell no, I'm not going to be in the front. I'm, (laughs) I'm a sprinter. (laughs) And so then and my heart is racing just thinking about it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and then, like, we just kept riding. And then the last corner came up. And then it was just like, okay, time to sprint now. And then, um, yeah, that was the first race I won. Um, and it was really it was really rad. And then I was, like, I was, like, I hooked on it. I was, like, oh, oh, my God, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I got to Consolvi's now. 
That's awesome. So who puts that who puts that race on? Um, it seems like a really cool series. I yeah. want to see more of that in the world. <laughs> um, Luis is his name. Okay. Let me. I'm. I'm really bad with names. Let me make sure. Let me get his last name. Luis O.C. Breakless. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I follow him on Instagram, too, I think. Yeah, yeah. He's really rad. That's awesome. Um, yeah, he puts them on. They were really fun. Um, and, yeah, a lot of people came out for that race. Uh, the whole series was fun. It definitely, like, it wasn't... It, like, had, like, a, a dip in, like, fun in the middle of it. Yeah. I think just, at least for me, because, like, the women's field sort of, like, it wasn't as, it wasn't as big since the first race. Um, and, but it was still, like, I'm still, like, so, I'm, like, so grateful that that series was around last year. Um, or else I probably wouldn't be doing fixed crits. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we had a problem where there was a fixed gear crit out here, and we only had uh one woman enter and she ended up racing anyway uh with the dudes and she was like 16 dang yeah she's a badass wow (laughs) that's cool yeah i wish there would have been more though i would have it would have been really cool to have a a more uh presence you know for the women's side but the fixed gear scene out here isn't that huge anyway as it is and right. all of the fixed gear races that happened were like really last minute. Uh, it was kind of like there was a crit, and then they would like throw on a fixed gear category like a month before. Mm-hmm. So, but it's good to see here that it's happening so much more all over. It seems. Yeah, definitely. And, and we, I don't know, like, is that just because we follow so much of it on Instagram, or is it actually happening? I think that it's actually <laughs> happening. I don't know. Yeah, no, I I believe, I think it, it is actually happening. Well, in Colorado, <laughs> we, this was the first year that there was even uh, a sanctioned fixed gear crit. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it was a USA cycling race, and... Um, it was really rad. It was mostly just track racers who have never done a fixed gear crit before. Nice. And uh, and then a couple other guys who just, they have a fixed gear group out here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it went really well and everybody was really stoked on it. So uh, they're definitely going to bring it again this summer. So hopefully there'll be more time and get a bigger women's field and get a bigger uh, presence of, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. People. We uh, we have a couple um, sanctioned fixed crits here as well um, through like California Bicycle Racing is the name of the series CBR. Oh nice. Um, yeah. Do you know about that Victorville? Like it's a three day race. Uh, they have a track bike category. Yeah, it, that's like a stage race on the fixed gear yeah. bike. Yeah, I heard of that. I want to do I didn't that. want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do it. <laughs> I will encourage you. It looked like it seems pretty cool. Yeah, I just um, talked to Josh Tyrell from uh, State Bicycle Team, mm-hmm. and he was talking about it. Well, him and Scott, I guess the whole state team went there last year or something, and uh-huh. Scott and Josh both said that it was a blast. I can imagine, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, the whole, there's like a lot, there's so much racing down here. And it starts so soon. It's like in a few, it's like in a couple weeks or something. Oh, really? And I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not ready. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you gotta chill. Yeah. It's too cold here. I, uh, I went on a ride the other day and I didn't have good enough gloves and I Mm. had this crazy headwind. So it -mm. felt more like zero degrees when it was actually like 24. Nope. And my pinkies are still numb. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's been two days. (laughs) I, yeah, I'm from Florida. Like I cannot handle the cold. (laughs) Yeah. I grew up in Southeast Texas and it was like, uh, really hot down there, but I've lived here for like 17 years now. So I'm kind of used to it now, but I think I'm getting sick of it. (laughs) Oh yeah. But I like riding on mountains. You could hop on Zwift. (laughs) Right? Oh yeah. (laughs) No, totally. I feel you. I got to go get a sensor. So I'm not just on the trainer with no info. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. The workouts on Zwift really like save my attention span. (laughs) Nice. Otherwise I like, I don't have the attention span. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I'm kind of the same way, but lately I've been finding help in like turning on the office. (laughs) And I'll be like, I'm going to ride for three episodes. (laughs) And I'm going to sprint during the credits and where the commercials would be. Oh, wow. That's a great idea. It's like, what is that where you like drink when people say the, some word? Oh, and, that's like, a great watch idea. A movie? Yeah. <laughs> it's a sprint game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, man. That's a good idea for an app. The sprinting yeah. game. <laughs> True. Um, so how did engine 11 happen? Tell me about being on that team and, uh, are you going to be on the team again in 2018 or how to, Oh yeah. So I, I like just joined at the end of the season. Okay. Um, I had like just moved down here in July and Asia Morris, she's my teammate. She's been on engine 11, like since the beginning um, she's like, are you looking for a team to join when you come down here? And I was like, oh, my God, this is a lot. I don't know yet. <laughs> and um, so after nationals, um, like, Asia and I were, like, training for the the Red Bull last stand oh, yeah. together. And then, um, like, I met all the team members and I went on a ride with them, and then Kevin, the manager, was like, Sydney, oh, so what happened was, Asia was like, oh, we have to wait for Kevin to meet you before we can, like, invite you on the team, and so then, so then I went on this ride with everyone, and it was, like, a really long ride, and, like, I had just finished nationals, <laughs> and I, like, so I wasn't in, like, shape for, like, I'm not in shape ever for long, climby rides, mm-hmm. and it was just, like, it was this like really long climbing ride and then there was like a barbecue after and then so so Kevin everyone is doing like the spicy noodle challenge (laughs) Kevin (laughs) Kevin brought like had this spiciest ramen from Korea and like illegal here spicy and so then (laughs) I was like second up to like do the spicy noodle challenge you just had to like eat eat the spicy ramen like as fast as you can and like um 
one guy did it in 40 seconds. Jesus. And that was, I was ridiculous. He won, obviously. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was the first one and he like set the standard. No one else wanted to do it. But like, <laughs> I did the, the challenge, like, just to, like, not even thinking about, like, whether it, that it was like a haze, hazing, if it was or wasn't. But I was just like doing it. It was like, okay, sure, why not? I like spicy stuff. And then. <laughs> Kevin like was like, okay, do you want to be on the team? I'm like, okay, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so then we all started training together for um, Red Bull Last Stand, and that was like the last uh, race of our of my season at least, and it was really fun because like Asia, Asia was like training since not since being like untrained because she took the year off. And then Evelyn um, was, like, doing all the red hooks of last year. And then we had um, two other guys um, who went with us, uh, Edgar and Abel. Abel's really funny. So is Edgar. They're all funny. Everyone's so <laughs> funny on Engine 11. <laughs> like, I love him. <laughs> um, yeah. And then that's how that – so, yeah. So now – and we all go to, like – we usually go to the track on Tuesdays or Thursdays and do like training there. Um, there's like a session, an endurance session and, and yeah. And I don't know what 2018 is going to be like, but, but I'm like super stoked for it. I'm like so excited. <laughs> do you have any races that you know you're going to be doing this year? Um. Um, definitely track nationals. And I told like I really want to do mission crit again. I want to try bone machine crit. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go and, there too. I have a bunch of friends in Portland I haven't seen in a while, yeah. so it seems like a good excuse. I've never been to Portland for longer than like an hour because nice. I've always just been driving through to Seattle. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I like I want to do that, and then I want to do the Marymore um, Grand Prix and the Alpenrose. Grand Prix, which is like those are two track events up mm-hmm. there, and uh, and then SoCal Fix Series if it happens, and the local velodrome races, and then definitely gonna try to get to Brooklyn for Red Hook and the Red Bull Last Stand was really fun. Yeah, I want to um, do that too. Yeah, because I I also I grew up in Texas and stuff, mm-hmm. so I going down there is like a good excuse to tell my mom to meet us up there so we can nice. kind of like I'll do the race and then maybe like stay for a little while and like hang out yeah in Austin probably but nice. <laughs> though San yeah. Antonio is really cool too don't get me wrong but I mean I really enjoyed San Antonio um but I've never really been to anywhere else in Texas so <laughs> yeah for sure no San Antonio yeah. is great um I haven't spent a lot of time there and all my friends in Texas pretty much live in Austin, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. True. So we'll probably head over to Austin after that, but. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a film play in a film festival last year, and we uh, went down to, the film festival was in Fort Worth, so then we went to Austin for a little while, we went to Fort Worth, and then we went to San Antonio for like one day, and I kind of wish I would have spent more time there, so. Red Bull mm-hmm. last stand will be a good excuse. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. It was like a, 
for me, that race was um, pretty annoying. <laughs> yeah. But only because I kept like getting, I kept like sprinting myself to stay in, into the race. Like I, like no one, like I kept winning my little sprints because I got like, I dropped off into like the back group. Yeah. Um, I was, I was overgeared and, and also just like tired from the whole year. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, <laughs> I was only annoyed cause like no one out sprinted me. So I stayed in the race longer. <laughs> <laughs> You're like somebody out sprint me. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Yeah. I actually, uh, I'm jealous of the pink Engine 11 bike that you have. Oh, so. and it's so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> at some point, so I pretty. will have a pink bike at some point. Nice. One. 10 out of 10. Nice. Do recommend. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I like, uh, I've been looking at the Engine 11s, so we'll see. I'm actually building up the Crit D road frame probably tomorrow. Nice. Um, yeah, and and I also got the Engine Eleven Nomad, like the touring frame. Yeah. Which I'm like so excited to build because I don't have a <laughs> dirt bike, and I like, I've like only ridden, like I just tried a cross race for the first time like last month. And it was, like, so much fun. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, like, super stoked to get all these bikes built up. <laughs> nice. That yeah. sounds awesome. I yeah. was thinking about doing, like, a gravel race on my tri- on my uh, all-city fixed gear because I can put cyclocross oh, tires on it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, because my wife's from Lincoln, Nebraska, and they have uh-huh. the gravel worlds out there, and I don't think they really care what oh, bike you ride. So it's kind of like, ooh. I'll throw some brakes on it and like, you know, enter the yeah. single speed category. Yeah. I mean, I've ridden a hundred miles fixed gear before. I'll do it That'll fast this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, I have too many bikes now. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like looking at them all. Oh. <laughs> just like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're sponsored. You probably get a deal. I don't, I have like, I've had too many bikes and no sponsors. So <laughs> I need somebody to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> Dude, you probably could though. Maybe at some point. Yeah. I hope so. Engine 11, you listening? Sponsor this podcast. <laughs> I want a pink bike. Hashtag sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really see it as a sponsorship. I see it just like as being on like a team of like people who like want to train and like be fast and like look pretty. Sweet. <laughs> Not that like looking pretty is the that's one of my like objectives, but um yeah, like I just see it as more of like family of like, oh, we're just like all training together and we happen to like race on the same kind of bikes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. a good way to look at it, I think, cuz Yeah. Otherwise, sometimes I feel like when things start feeling like a job, it stops being fun. So, oh yeah, 100%. if you look at it as being like a bunch of people hanging out and racing, then I feel like you can kind of keep that magic alive longer. Yeah, totally. So, how do I ask this question? <laughs> oh my god, the suspense! <laughs> oh no, it's it's not. It's not. <laughs> So, 
what do you think about Donald Trump? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, I was just in D.C. yesterday, and I took a picture of me flicking off the White House. So that's how I feel about Donald Trump. Yeah, I saw that. That's why I asked the question. (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) I agree. Fuck that guy. Cool, yeah. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) this isn't a political podcast. Uh, no, I was going to ask about like your, your off season training or whenever you're kind of getting back into it, like, what do you do to kind of keep up the fitness or, um, um, so I have a, I have a coach. She helps me. I've, she's been my coach for like the past year and a few months. Um, so last year during off season, we were just, I was just like doing a bunch of like trainer workouts and like uh roller workouts um like hour long interval sessions a couple times a week and then like sprint training at the velodrome um but this year I've just been in the gym and it's been great my quads are like growing and I have like like noticeable quad lines now (laughs) so I just got those so (laughs) nice yeah (laughs) That's that's the reason why I ra- I raised my bike. So um, that's nice. I'm pretty slow right now. Also, I'm like not fast um, on the bike, but that's okay because um, I'll just I don't know. Like racing is in the middle, like end of April, so yeah, at least I'll have that. a few months to get there. Yeah, um, but yeah, I've just been in the gym doing some squats and Russian no Romanian deadlifts. Oh. Romanian deadlifts, like, you just can't walk. Like, you're just waddling around afterwards. <laughs> I need to do some of those. I feel, yeah. like, I feel like I got quad lines just from riding. Because uh, mm-hmm. I ride, you know, like, I live in Colorado, so I like to do climbing and stuff. Uh, nice. And I only have track bikes right now, so I'm doing it on track bikes. And Nice. And so I feel like I'm noticing quads for like the first time in my life. For sure. Uh, I mean, it just like, but I think I've leveled off. So I need to like get into the gym and like work harder (laughs) or just put on a heavier gear. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I just did that. I I just, uh, put a 14 on the back and I'm going to go try to do this mountain called lookout. Uh, so I'm going to do 48, 14. (laughs) Oh my God. I thought I thought it would make the descending a little more fun. Because I won't be spinning spinning out as much. <laughs> Dang! Good luck with that. Yeah, that's, that's like solid race ratio. Yeah, there's like a man. I went and rode the guy I interviewed for like the first uh, podcast. We rode out to this town called Golden, and there's mm-hmm. not a ton of like climbing on the way there, but there are some hills. And he's riding mm-hmm. like a 51, 14, I think. Oh my god! That yeah. I was just like Jesus. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. I didn't even know what to say. What is that a ninety six? Yeah, something like that. And then he like did Lookout Mountain like that a bunch of time or does it all the time. And yeah, those legs are strong. <laughs> oh my god, can you send it to me so I can see? I'll just I'll just look it up. I'll just and I'll post it on Quad Spotting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um. Yeah, talk about quad spotting, your podcast. Oh, I want to know okay. about this. 
so podcast is quadcast. Quadcast. That's yeah. what I meant to say. Quadcast. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> um, so I, I wanted to, so just like you, where you're like, oh, there's not enough like tracker fixy podcasts. Um, I love, I fucking love podcasts and I've been listening to, um, what was that? It's like Fast Talk from Velo Sports, Velo News or something. Oh, nice. And and I learned a lot from them, but like they're all fucking roadie roadies and and I'm like this why don't you talk about track racing? Like why is it only road racing and like yeah, long no road one racing? Talks about track. <laughs> yeah, like and not even like like they talked about track once when they were talking about like warming up. Like should you warm up before a race? And and so that I was like all over that episode. I was like, yes, tell me more. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, so just like getting pissed off in general because all the other cycling podcasts out there are all roadie focused, and also none of them are really women. Like none of them really highlighted women, and yeah. so it was just like so far removed from like everything I'm interested in that I'm like, all right, well then, okay, so then. I, my friend, this guy that I met at Track Nationals, Chris Schmidt, who runs the Belgium at Colorado Springs, started a, a podcast called The Track Stand. And I was like, fuck yeah, like finally, like a track related podcast. It's going to be great. And, and then he kind of like disappointed me. Sorry, Chris, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like he was talking to some really rad women. Um, but like, about like the weather and I was like so disappointed I was like but this woman is so cool and you're talking to her about the weather like why and so then I was like all right that's fine like I'm just gonna make one and so I came up I somehow thought of like quadcast I don't know if it was a friend or if it was me but I was like all right quadcast perfect and then and then I interviewed my friend Christiana uh about a month ago and I've just been like sort of swamped with stuff but yeah it's called the quadcast I'm gonna release it hopefully this week so by the time this episode is released it'll be uh it'll be out there and then yeah I'll I just want to like in the show notes and I'll post about it on Instagram yeah. too thank you <laughs> yeah of course and then so yeah and yeah I'm just gonna like uh, like Right now, like, talk to women, just, like, how we're talking, um, just about, like, their interest in track and cycling and racing and their experiences and, and then, and then eventually open it up to, like, guys. And when I mean, like, women, I don't mean, like, just, like, I mean, like, all, like, women, trans, femme, identifying people. Um, I totally support that. I think that's so important to highlight that. And, yeah, definitely. And like, that's definitely something I want to do here too. Um, yeah. And I, I think it's rad. We all got to support yeah. each other. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I um, wanted to give it a shout out on this. So go uh, check out podcast. Appreciate you. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Support women cycling. Support <laughs> queer, trans, non-binary folk. Do it. Don't be yes. a dick. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 2018 is gonna be great I think like I think so because I have a good um, feeling about it yeah I'm I'm really stoked for this year me too um yeah that's good to hear (laughs) yeah (laughs) sweet 
So, uh, what do you like to listen to when you're on the trainer? Or do you listen to things on the bike when you're outside or not so much? Yeah. I'm mostly into, like, really upbeat stuff. I'm, like, a really, like, energetic person. And um, I don't believe that. I (laughs) need... Really? <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but like, I tend to like, I'll find a, an album and then I'll just like listen to it too much, and then I'll get sick of it and find another album and do the same thing. Um, so currently, I'm like really stoked on the the nerd, the new nerd album. Okay. My friend Chance got me into it, and like the first song on the album is just like so like like you just like need to like. I don't even, I, don't, I just, it's, it pumps me up so much. I know much. what you're saying. I yeah. completely know what you're saying. Yeah. I'm the same it's way, called though. called Women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nerd. I'll check that out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I, I don't discriminate unless it's country. Then I don't. <laughs> Not even old country? <laughs> mm, I mean, like, southern classic rock that's more on the rock side. Like right. Leonard Skinner, I'll listen to. Okay. But like, other than that, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> That's all right. I can't. I can't listen to it while I'm on a bike. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, um, certain situations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can get down. And with also, some... like. Oh. No, I was just. Saying... Word. <laughs> In certain situations, I can get down with some Loretta Lynn or old Johnny Cash or something, but. Oh, true. Nothing I do new. love Johnny Cash. Nothing past, like, the oh, 60s, no. I feel like. <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, it's funny because, like, the music you listen to, at least for me, like, because I, I like, listen to set music for until I get sick of it, mm-hmm. like, that sort of defines that, like month period or like whatever period of time and all the rides that happen during it and so so like this one I love this artist geographer and his music is like pretty upbeat but it the lyrics are super sad and so it makes you like happy but also like oh wow this is really sad at the same time so like I listened to that when I was like bike touring a lot but so I was like bike touring to get over this guy and I was sad. So, like, now whenever I listen to that, I think of this time where I'm, like, really sad, but also really happy because I'm on my bike. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, oh, I don't know what emotions I feel right now. <laughs> I completely <laughs> I happy understand or sad? that. I, I understand yeah. that completely. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. yeah, I can definitely get into that. Yeah. Cool. Is there anything else that you wanted to shout out or? Uh, no. Quad, quad spotting Instagram, quadcast podcast, um, engine 11. I fucking love their bikes and I love being on the team and I'm like so stoked for 2018. Um, thanks for reaching out to me. Oh, of course. <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't, like, again, I was just, yeah, I don't even know how it happened, how I was following you, but I was like, this person seems fun. I want to see if they want to interview. Cool. <laughs> Plus, like, awesome. their Gen 11 bikes are always kind of, like, sticking out to me when I see them. Because I'm like, man, pink bike. They're so nice. Oh, my God. But, like, do you – so I was, I was behind Evelyn in that first race I was describing earlier. 
there's um on the back of the bike it says like let me see what it says if i'm correct it says you're it says triple butted okay it just says all right well anyway the motto for or like the slogan of engine 11 is your legs are the engine oh i've seen that yeah yeah and so like i was i was like i was like behind evelyn in this race and i was like oh my god i get it <laughs> 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 engine one one is like the one one is your legs and the, your legs are the engine yeah like i, I had it. this whole like revelation like holy shit i just had that revelation on right? the podcast <laughs> it just happened <laughs> yeah so imagine like being in like being in a race and yeah. then realizing that it was and you're great. like holy fuck yeah and i just feel like it's uh, it's like so uh like close to me in terms of like like how obsessed I am with quads so I just feel like everything is perfect <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah get that yeah oh I did want to yeah. maybe I'll put this in somewhere else in the middle but I was thinking I did want to touch on um mm-hmm. if you have any kind of like tips for like women that want to get involved and they haven't yet oh. or yeah yeah, anyone, really. Definitely. But. Um, I think what what has helped me most is, like, having a, a, a set goal that you're striving for and, like, a very specific goal and then, like, researching, like, what do I need to do to, like, get faster? Like, oh, I need to, like, race. I need to just, like, go out there and race and then, like, do, like, intervals and just, like, enjoy my time on the bike and, like, prepare myself for, like, this specific race that I really want to do. And I'm, like, really bad with planning, but planning has helped me so much. Yeah. (laughs) I can feel you there. I'm the same way. Yeah. Like, I hate planning and I love being spontaneous, but, like, it has really changed my life. Um, But at the bare minimum, just, like, finding some people to like go do intervals with and uh just like doing any race that you can and just like having fun with it is like always like not to get too serious just like enjoy it you know (laughs) i think that's a recurring theme with uh everybody that asks this question is like just just remember you're riding a bike and it's fucking fun and it's liberating and do it if you want to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like it will literally make you happy. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how science works. Exactly. <laughs> For sure. Well, yeah. Well, Quadney, cool. Sydney, <laughs> thank you so much for being on this podcast. Yeah, thank you for hitting me up. Yeah. For sliding into this team. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> In a totally respectful nice way <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool thanks again and good luck with your podcast and everything and uh yeah let's keep in touch maybe we'll see each other at race stuff <laughs> yeah definitely hit me up if you come to long beach and i'll hit you up if i come to colorado absolutely
All right, that does it for another episode of Save the Track Bike. Thanks again for downloading and listening. I hope you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed recording this episode. It was super fun. Uh, Yeah, that's all I got. This episode was produced by David Draper. The music is from Vitamin Pets, from Free Music Archive, and go ride your track bike in inappropriate places if you want to.